0: Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Wyker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This
1: is the business we've chosen. Long-time listener, first-time caller, so gimme the hogs, Chuck...
0: Hey, welcome in. Glad you are here as we begin a new week on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Wanker Realtors, the Griffin Company. It's been a while, or so it seems, since we've gathered. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving holiday. We trust everyone traveled safe and got to their destination without issue. Could have been a better holiday weekend if you're a Razorback fan. Football game left a lot to be desired on Friday. Basketball team went one and two. During their stay at the Bahamas. And they've got Duke coming in on Wednesday night. We're going to hear from Mus as we move through the podcast today. I know there's still a lot of conversation about football. And we're going to get into some of that today. But all of a sudden we look up and it's basketball season. Football, for better or worse, is done. There's not going to be a bowl game. Basketball season gets center stage now. The basketball team is in the spotlight didn't go the way they wanted it to and there have been some struggles
1: so far. This is must. Anytime you've played the way that we have the last three out of four games, I mean, we need to play better basketball than we have. How we are mentally today when we go down to practice as opposed to how we are mentally at 8 o'clock on on Wednesday, I mean, they're two different things. I know how I am mentally. You know, I'm not sure how they are, but I I know how I am. I've never watched more film over a 24 hour period in my entire coaching career than I did in the last 24 hours. It's the first time that I have done all the individual cut-ups for players as well with labeling the tape myself with normally coaches in their pods to do it so it's pretty clear where we have to get better at with each individual player all of us we all got to get better what you try to do is identify where a player needs to get better you try to point that out and then you see if you can improve in that area
0: I think it'd be fair to say the head coach came home in a less than stellar mood he wants his team to get better I think that's the thing that you hear in the words that he is saying, in the way that he's saying them. Clearly, it's going to be a tall order on Wednesday night, not just Wednesday night, but they've got a little stretch
1: here, and they've had a stretch. But the competition's pretty stiff right now. Duke is one of the best teams in the country. You look at this team and their center is a lottery pick. Proctor, one of their guard slash wings, is is a lottery pick. So we're playing against two lottery picks. Number one, Foster, is a early, mid-20 type pick based on mock drafts. So we're playing against three draft picks. It'll all happen probably before 20. So we're playing against a really good basketball team with some guys that made a decision to come back and play college basketball. They got some guys on their team that would have been first round picks last year. I mean, They came back to get better. And then we got another game and then we got Oklahoma. It's as brutal a stretch as, as I've experienced. And we need some some better performances individually, both sides of the basketball. We're fouling way too much off the ball. We've broken down our fouls per minute. We're not creating nearly the amount of steals. I mean, Joseph Pinion has played very, very limited minutes uh, and has similar steals to some of our guys that have played over 100 minutes more than him. I mean, if we were fouling a lot and getting a lot of steals, that would make sense. But we're fouling a lot and not getting steals. Probably a recipe for. Being where we are. One thing you got to
0: remember is it's a long season, and there's that tournament at the end, and that's what this team is building towards. And they will be better for the competition that they are playing right now. They're playing NCAA tournament type teams now, you know, and that's going to benefit them when they get to March. The good news is win or lose. Right now, you keep playing. We're going to get to a point in this season where if you lose, it's over. But I wouldn't panic yet. But clearly, there are some players who've come in here who have yet to, shall we say, adopt the must-way on the defensive end of the floor. But they will, and it'll get better as we go along, and it'll be interesting to see how they fare against Duke on Wednesday night. Hey, those of you who are buying or selling a home, you hear me talking all the time about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. i tell you about my experience And it was a great experience, every time, multiple times, buying and selling homes. The thing that I like best about them is is they are the source for the source. And by that I mean all the questions that I had about things that come with buying or selling a home, they knew exactly where to turn. Inspectors, title companies, lenders, there are all kinds of things that come into play. They know how to handle that. They know how to get you to the right person. And that's one of the things that gets you from contract to close. Now, they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. And you can always log on to wikergriffin.com. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this.
1: That's B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All
0: right, a little bit about football. As we move through the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, the truth is there's not a lot I can say. You know, if you start talking about football right now in Arkansas, it's not going to be very long before somebody says something that just amounts to fight words. And that's kind of where we are right now. I understand that. I feel the same way everybody else does. When you go 4-8 and and everybody thought you'd be better, uh, you're going to have trouble holding on to a good portion of the fan base. And by holding on, I mean giving them something to believe in, giving them some hope. Um, I think Arkansas is entering into a critical offseason, and that goes without saying. But I'm not just talking about from a head coaching perspective. You know, we've seen and we've learned the hard way over the course of the last several years that one or two bad years consecutively can set you back. I mean, can really make it difficult. And we've talked about how at Arkansas, for better or worse, we don't have quite the margin for error that some teams and some programs do. A couple of losing seasons at a place like Arkansas can very quickly turn into a trend. You have that happen at some places, you've got a chance to turn it around. I think Arkansas has got a chance to turn it around, don't get me wrong. But I think what happens over the course of the next several weeks is going to be critical in that regard. Sam Pittman's goal has got to be to win football games next year. His first goal cannot be to win the fans back in the offseason. That's for the administration to worry about. The head coach has got to worry about winning ball games next season because you can either build hope during the offseason or not build hope during the offseason. But the proof ultimately is going to be what you produce on the field next season. And I know for many fans, next year is going to be a year where they sit back and they say, all right, show me how good you are. Show me what you got. There's going to be the opener in uh, Little Rock against UAPB. And then they're going to go to Stillwater. And for a lot of people, that's going to be perhaps the first indicator, the first real indicator of what next season's going to be like. But a lot has to happen between now and then. Starts with hiring an offensive coordinator. I think that's the first order of business. Now, I'm not naive. I've been around these situations before, and the idea that um, the offensive side of the ball, in terms of personnel, coaching staff, the idea that it's going to resemble – What we have seen the last year or two, I don't believe that. I think it's going to look a lot different. I think when you've been the way they have, different is in order. And we will see, I'm sure, a vastly different offense in terms of personnel and coaching staff by the time we get into next season. You've got to have exit meetings. You've got to make decisions on players. Who's coming back, who's not. Some players are going to leave of their own accord then you got to work that transfer portal. There's news coming down the pike this week on the NIL situation. Arkansas is going to have more money to work with, evidently. Now, that's not a guarantee of anything other than you've got more money to work with. You've still got to make good decisions. When you go out and you recruit players and you bring guys in to play right away, you don't have the luxury of missing. Whether you're spending $1 or $100,000, you don't have the luxury of missing. That's the spot that they're in. It's going to be very critical. There's not much I can say that's going to win back any hearts and minds until they do it on the field. There's nothing they are going to be able to say that's going to win back any hearts and minds until they do it on the field. I'm certain Hunter Juracek knew that when he decided to bring Sam Pittman back for another season. I know his hope is that things will be righted and there will be seasons beyond this next season. For Sam Pittman. But the only thing we're guaranteed of right now is next year. And what happens next year is going to be dictated by what happens in the next few weeks. Hey, there were a lot of ball games over the holiday weekend, and there's a bunch as we move through this week. I am getting to the Bet Saracen app. And if you've not downloaded it, you're going to miss out. Arkansas plays Duke on Wednesday night. The thing about the Saracen app is it's Vegas, Arkansas style. You've got an opportunity to wager on Razorbacks, current Razorbacks, former Razorbacks. You've got in-game wagering. You've got parlays, all kinds of exotic bets. It's all there on the Saracen app. You will find out very quickly when you download it why it is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. They've got a how-to-play video, They'll get you ready to go with the Saracen app. A couple of basketball notes before we go. It's an 8-15 tip on Wednesday night. Eight fifteen for Arkansas and Duke. Part of the SEC-ACC Challenge. Women go to Florida State on Thursday night. That one's at 6-30, if I'm not mistaken. Arkansas's uh, women taking on Florida State, who I believe are ranked in the top 15. So, it's a lot of basketball to pay attention to this week. Football to follow, too. We're going to be watching it all. We'll be around middle of the week. Hope you make plans to be with us then. Until Wednesday, thanks for listening.
1: Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online.
0: This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent.